This is Better Off Dad with Paul and Steve. And apparently this is the TV show episode. This, this is the TV episode. Yeah. See, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to talk about a boogie woman. I'm going to play one. have these it's always interesting because we we have these uh like icebreaker questions to start our staff meetings every week yeah. and last time it was what tv show slash sitcom would you or movie or whatever if you you know would you like to like in a fantasy world be a part of like to live in right and i said shit's creek just because <laughs> it's so relatable and I just yeah. feel like the, my, my life has sort of taken that path. And like, it's interesting to see what, when people go through adverse circumstances, how do they yeah. react and, and it has a happy ending. So, well, and Eugene Levy said that it wasn't reality. It was a better reality is what they were going for. Yeah. Yeah. And right. it, I mean, it, <laughs> he's not wrong. <laughs> Although I don't know how, anyone can do lines off of his son that dude is hilarious <laughs> just, <laughs> just to like now i've watched I, i've watched uh i watched a documentary type thing on it and he's sitting in a chair and he's all relaxed you know and he's doing like this and he's not dressed like david and he's very serious and very like emotional but i have this feeling that when somebody yells action hmm. yeah <laughs> you know that was a great thing they did at the end of the series the last yeah, yeah, yeah. episode of that documentary yeah well and you notice that his sister so what's her name um mm -hmm. they have the same mannerisms mm -hmm. right and when i found out she was she just auditioned for it and got the part she's not related in any way mm -hmm. like like half the family's in the in there but Right. It's just like their mannerisms and the way like well, they well bad. yeah, the way the see for me they were they were so similar in season 1 that I couldn't I couldn't I got two or three episodes in and I'm 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 used to sitcoms where there's no evolution of character. Yeah. Everybody just goes back to default by the end of the episode so they can take over where right where they left off with mm -hmm. the next episode yeah but i was like i think it was well it was during most of covid so it's been like over a year ago that i started watching it and you know it's like well i started this there's nothing else to watch so then after about three like the next episode after where i left off was when i was all in so <laughs> yeah for for me it was similar like the first like it was just you know what we're used to? We're used to those reality shows. And watching watching this family pretend that, you know, this is 
the absolute staying in a motel is the absolute worst thing that's ever happened to anybody. And how could this happen? To, watching that for me was just like, I just can't do this. I can't watch the show. Mm-hmm. And then just the buzz about the show continued and everybody's mm-hmm. like, no, you got to give it a chance. And it's like, okay, fine. But to, yeah. Well, so. I was, I was, uh, I don't know, halfway through the, the series when I started talking to Max about it and he was out here and I'm like, like, you know who that is, don't you? And I was talking about Stevie and he's like, no, I said, listen to her talk. She did voice work on this show called Ruby Gloom. That was this mm. cartoon. And and we, it was one of our shows, you know. Yeah. Eli was watching Breaking Bad. Mm. And he's like, he comes to me one day. He's like halfway through the series. And he comes to me and he goes, do you know <laughs> that Jesse guy? Do you know who that is? And I go, Todd Chavez. He's like, yes. <laughs> From Bojack Horseman. Right, and right. Todd, which is one of my favorite characters in any mm-hmm. show ever, let alone, you know, adult cartoon, contemporary well, cartoon. I like. Is, I, is voiced by Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad. Anyway. I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't really get into Breaking Bad a lot. I've watched. I watched season one. But what I liked about it was the fact that um, it shows that uh, Brian Cranston is that his name? The guy yeah. who plays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it shows his range because I'm used to him being the dumbass, you know, good-hearted dad from Malcolm in the Middle, like back in the early 2000s. And here he is all, you know, yeah. <laughs> he's got it's funny range. because it's, it's like the opposite with Jason Bateman. Like you watch uh, Ozark, which I know is one of your favorite shows Absolute ever. Favorite shows. Um, and then yes. you go back and watch Arrested Development and you're like, it's the same guy. <laughs> it's yeah. The same, same character well, as opposed to like Brian Cranston, who also was in Seinfeld, by the way. He right. played that dentist. And yes. Yes. That was but... a Simone moment when she was like, wait. <laughs> That's uh, well, uh or, I go Brian Cranston. She's like, no, no. I go Walter White. She's like, yeah, yeah. Or he like converts to Judaism or something <laughs> like that. The, the, he's, <laughs> yes, that's, that's funny. That's <laughs> a what a world we live in. You know, our kids mm-hmm. are discovering shows that we used to watch, and yeah. then they're discovering that the same actor can be in multiple different things. <laughs> mm, yeah, more than just one. It's like you mean that's not his real person. So like, um. <laughs> best in show so you watch best in show and you're like wait that's johnny <laughs> yeah well the the another one well atticus tried to watch arrested development and he's just like i can't do it and i've, I've only <laughs> caught a couple episodes he goes nobody changes in that show uh, they just stay the same so yeah. i never really got into it much um another one was um i don't know if you ever watched uh raising hope it was yeah. a it was a pretty good basically young young single dad and that's why my my family tried to get me to watch it because it came out when my kids were small and it's like young single dad raising raising his baby living with his mom and dad and his grandma who was played by Cloris Leachman was hilarious. Well, the guy that played the dad um, went on to went on to be on this. It's a mini series, I guess. It's only one season on that on Freebie, which was the IMDb channel. He is the main character. 
And it's like, wow, he's actually not just a one note character, you know, like in the background, he actually has a really broad range of emotions and stuff like that. He's still hilarious, but it's an interesting switch seeing him in the front after so many years of seeing him in the background, you know? But yeah, it's, it's fun to watch the kids discover stuff and some of the stuff they just don't like, like Arrested Development or um, Parks and Recreation. And it was like, oh, you're going to love it. And so I was just like, I just can't get into it. She watched, she binged Arrested Development the entire way through, but I could, like, I couldn't like it. I was like, oh, we'll make it another show we watch. And I was just like, oh, I'm so yeah. bored. Don't wait for me. I mean, if yeah, if I'm gonna watch a show like Arrested Development, I'm just gonna watch um oh what the heck's that dude's name? Oh, I just I got a little buffer going on here. Um You'll think of it, you'll fix it in post. Jerry Seinfeld, uh George Costanza, Larry David. Larry David, Kramer? thank Kramer? you. Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> we're just naming off characters now. No, the Larry David show because he he never changes. He's the same character at yeah. the end of every episode. So I'd rather watch that because it's it's a hell of a lot funnier for me. And, you know, that reminds me of BoJack Horseman because I was mm. just thinking about that. Like, it's an interesting, um, and that is, speaking of Arrested Development, that show is by Will Arnett. Is that right? Yeah. I, yeah. 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 He does. He plays BoJack. Yeah. And it's a brilliant show, except mm -hmm. Bojack, spoiler alert, Bojack never <laughs> learns. And it's just, it's, so you, you know, you talk about not changing. Yeah. That in and of itself doesn't make it bad. It's just when they don't change in a very uninteresting way. Or like Bojack gets all these chances and he, mm -hmm. he's on the verge of changing and then he doesn't. And then yeah. he, you know, and it just, it, it, um, it's kind of kind of dark, but a dark mirror, you know, mm -hmm. because it's how we all feel. We all feel like I've been given so many chances, but I just keep referring, reverting back to how I used to be. And mm -hmm. I just always crawl back into the bottle or crawl back into the, you know, the video games or whatever the thing is that you feel like you do too much of. Um, <laughs> I just always react that way. I just had, you know, not to get too dark, but I just had this happen. The guy pissed me off at work and I yelled at him. I'm like, good, good for oh, you, man. You shouldn't yell at people at work. I'm like, he deserved it, but <laughs> that's, yeah, you know. And I'm like, I've really got to control my emotions and things like that. Yeah, but, well, um, it's like my my dad said. My dad's like, at one point, at some point in your life, no matter how hard you try, you're going to run into somebody who isn't just going to ask for an ass whooping. He's going <laughs> to beg. He's going to beg you for it. So, so, so yeah, I said Shit's Creek. Uh, somebody said Mash, mm. and I was like, I just have a question. I was like, I enjoyed the TV show Mash as mm. much as any of the ninety million people that watched it back then. Yeah, it was a big show. I said, I said the question was, what show would you like to live in, like to become <laughs> a part of? I Wouldn't said, are you mashed. saying you would like to live in a mobile army surgical hospital in during the Korean conflict? Is that what you she's like? No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. I mean, I just like the show. And that again, another one of my call it a pet peeve, if you will. Um, when people don't listen to the question, 
Yeah. It's like the question wasn't what show did you like? It was what would you want to live in and be a part of? If it was what show did you like? I got a million other shows I might think of. <laughs> yes, hey, I Mash. like Shit's Creek, but I like a lot of other shows too. I mean, MASH ain't up on the top of that list. It's in yeah. there. It's in there. In the, it's in the 100. Yeah. But it ain't in that top 12. <laughs> Just listen to the question. Somebody said Happy Days. And he, and uh, he's like, He's in the, it was like, what, where would you like to live and why? He's like, happy days. Cause you know, just everybody, <laughs> everything was fun and everybody was having a good time and all this stuff. And, uh, mm. I won't, I, I don't want to dox the guy. I don't want to <laughs> reveal his personal information, but it may surprise you to hear he born and raised in, uh, Beirut, Lebanon. Mm. Um, and I didn't want to say it, <laughs> but it's like, um, well, Hassan, I'm not sure you would have had as good of a time <laughs> at the yeah. diner, at Al's diner, as all of those, you know, lily white people. <laughs> yeah, the whitest of the white. I just let him have fun with it. it was, I was yeah. like, yeah, you'd probably be the Fonz. <laughs> yeah. He's like, that's right. I'd be the Fonz. <laughs> Some, somebody a long time ago comment, made, made a post about that on Facebook, like probably 12 years ago. And he's like talking about how uh, the 50s would have been just the best time to live in. And I'm like, well, yeah, unless you're brown, a woman, <laughs> gay, and it, well, basically anything non-white. <laughs> yeah, the music might have been might have been good because it was the origins of a lot of it. Yeah, but that's kids, I think I think that's what he was focusing on. I think our kids these days get it um, because they get that we're not saying not to be nostalgic or not to mm -hmm. think back on good times. Just remember that it wasn't great for everybody, you know. All right, and and let's not let's not get into danger territory here where we say things like. We need to go back to how it was then because everybody was happy then because you got to go wait. <laughs> Not yeah. everybody was happy. <laughs> Let's take a look at that. Let's take a yeah. look at uh, if you think to get back to, quote, everybody, in other words, white people being happy again, we've got to oppress and repress a certain group of people or get them to assimilate. Mm -hmm. um, then you're not you're not building a future that's going to be good for everybody. You're building a future that's just going to be good for people that look like you. I mean, historically speaking, yes, that's exactly what would happen. Yeah. Because look where we are now versus the 1950s. It's what make great, make America great again means. Mm -hmm. It's what take back America means that the, I don't know what slogan he's going to settle on for his 2024 run, but Somebody it can't be keep America diaper. great uh, because, of, you know, his last one was keep America great because apparently America was great by the time mm. he left. Um, but it's what it means, right? It's not it's not even thinly veiled. It's like not even veiled. Right. right? Well, the other thing about Happy Days, and I can't believe we're spending this much time on Happy Days because honestly, I hate that show. But the other thing about Happy Days is Happy Days was a 1970s romanticized version of the 1950s yeah that was there was a lot of stuff that was askewed from the reality you know of what what the 50s would have been like you know you know speaking of mash you so know you're saying they left, they left out the the war part they left out the most 
most, I don't know what the statistic is, but it is most women had been raped by the time they were teenagers. Yes. And continued to be raped well into their adulthood. Mm-hmm. Uh, black people weren't allowed. Mm-mm. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> they weren't allowed. <laughs> Doom, just. <laughs> and, <laughs> and a lot of the other races and ethnicities just didn't exist yet because they're, unless you were like, you know, Chinese and worked on the railroad or something, well, they just yeah. weren't allowed in the country. And maybe our uh, listeners uh, will tell us about, you know, an episode where they, a black person showed up and Richie oh. had to save them. <laughs> you know, Richie had to step in and save them from something. Or the that's fonds. always <laughs> yes, that's <laughs> always the case. You know, like some some townies were, you know, bullying a black person, and so of course Fonzie or Richie or somebody steps in and yeah. saves them. The white uh, as the hero. Yeah. Um, something like that might happen. But, uh, the point being, <laughs> listen. <laughs> the point being, uh, what what was the point? Let me ask you, what TV show would you uh, want to live in? Ultraman. I want Ultraman. giant monsters and super robots. All right. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Without hesitation, Ultraman. <laughs> I don't think I ever watched that show. Oh, okay. Well, it was one of those, when we were kids, there was a lot of Japanese superhero and a lot of Japanese monster TV shows that were being imported into the States and dubbed over terribly. And Ultraman, if you take him back to his, his origins, Ultraman was the first like TV Japanese superhero. And he was huge, not just because he could grow big, but he was so popular that, uh, the, the American audience grabbed onto him like right away and then there was a whole slew of other characters that followed after him, but he's probably the best. Nice. Not just like best because I like him, literally the best. So yeah. So yeah, Ultraman. I would yeah. Ultraman it is. You got it. <laughs> so I got Shits Creek. You got Ultraman. My Middle Eastern friend has uh, happy days. Uh, somebody <laughs> wants to live in the middle of the Korean conflict because it's not a war. When, um, yeah, it's not a war because we didn't win it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I remember uh, there the, it became a police action because a reporter was asking Eisenhower if we're at war. And they're just like, are we at war? He's like, of course we're not at war. And the idea being uh, that if we're at war, that means it could be nuclear war, right? Mm. So they were taking great pains to be like, course we're not at war we don't need the soviet union yet. you know soviet union we're not at war you know yeah. and somebody goes somebody's like well what is it then like a police action he's like yeah yeah, yeah. that's what it is it's a police action so it's not like they weren't in a room with cigars and all that trying to come up with what to call it like right yeah. it's just some reporter yelled that out and he's like yeah that sounds good yeah they were trying to figure <laughs> out how to not basically blow up the world by calling yeah. it a war so whether it's Shit's Creek, Happy Days, <laughs> whatever, <laughs> whatever you want to live in, I like that. You know, that's the other thing that David Levy pointed out um, in an interview or something. When they, you know, one of the great things, the reason queer people like it so much is, it's not like, oh, look, a gay person, and they're going to play the gay person in this. You know, like yeah. in Mean Girls. You know, it's not. Yeah. 
we're not going to point out that they're gay and examine how everybody reacts to the gay people, you know? It's just like, no, there are gay people. Yeah, and the town exactly. just reacts like, okay. Yep. People, you, you wouldn't think that, you know? Yeah. And when you're going into a small town and you got guys like Chris Elliott's character and whatnot, you wouldn't yeah. think that was going to be the case. But then it turned out, like like Eugene Levy said, it's it's just a better world. Yeah. What they were going for. It's like when <laughs> Chris Elliott's character, uh, Roland, says uh, they were smoking pot. And he goes, uh, yeah, when it comes to matters of the heart, you can't tell your kids who to love. And uh, Johnny's like, that was great. He's like, what was? He's like, what you just said. He goes, I did? No, he goes, Roland goes, who said that? Johnny goes, well, you just did. Did I? Anyway, we can only aspire to be as good as as Johnny and Roland at being dads. But what do we know? We're, We're better off dad with Paul and Steve trying to figure out how to do the right thing when things are hard and it shouldn't be this hard. 